riding down the Harland Highway. One, two, three. <laughs> In the place to be. What's the, that's how I always check. Not good? Yeah, no, I yeah. like that. Yeah. One, two, how does it go? One, two, three. Three. That's how you count, right? Ein, zwei, drei. Yeah, ja, sehr gut. Ein, zwei, Polizei. Oh, ein, zwei, drei, Polizei. Do you remember the song? Uh, it was like a really bad techno song. It was like, ein, zwei, Polizei. <laughs> was that Falco? No, actually not. Th then it would have been good. Yeah, was Falco like was good, man. That guy Falco had was some... Austrian, though. Oh, he was. So was Hitler. <laughs> just, just to, just to yeah. make that point. Although I didn't find Hitler's pop uh, techno music quite as enjoyable <laughs> as Falco's. It was something a little sinister about it. The yeah, misconceptions of who's German and who's not. So before we get any deeper into this, let me hit the theme music here because oh, cool. this is exciting. You won't be able to hear it because you don't have your headphones on, but okay. that's okay. Oh, that she wants. All right, she's going to get her headphones. And I say she because I haven't introduced her yet, but we got, uh, we got some cool music going. Get in on it. And uh, we're, as, you, as you know, we're here on the Harland Highway podcast right here. And uh, get them on. Although they're they're like the Rubik's cube. How's that? <laughs> bend it, bend it. Here, I'll get it for you. <laughs> the Rubik's cube. There you go. There's the theme music, right? That was was it worth it or no? Yeah. And how about a little <laughs> laughter and applause for you? Oh, God, we almost didn't get through the, the intro, but we did. Welcome to the Harland Highway, and uh, what a fantastic guest, fascinating, interesting guest I have today. And uh, I want to make sure I say the name right. Magdalena, right? Yes. Right? I said it right? Yeah. You can say Maggie. Maggie. Mm. But Magdalena is so flowery. Here's what immediately came to mind for me. It's a beautiful name, but I thought it's a species of flower. Or it's an exotic bird, which it's neither. It's you, but my name's Harland, and my name does not conjure up images of beautiful wild desert flowers or an exotic tropical bird, but your name does. We sound like a great chapter in the Bible, like Magdalena and Harland oh, yeah. were on their way to yeah. do some. Probably, probably to help Moses or something. Some shit like that. Yeah. I have some shit, <laughs> some shit to help Moses. Can you say that? You I'm can sorry. say whatever you oh want. God. I don't know if Moses will be happy, but you know, if you want to cuss up Moses, go for it. Any backup? But do you do you think of your name like that, like in, in terms of something else, or has it just always been just Magdalena? No, Magdalena is, uh, stands Delina. for anxiety because that's oh. what my mom would say. Because my friends and everybody would be Maggie or maybe Magda. In yeah. Germany, you say Magda. Yeah. But my mom would be like, Magdalena, Ooh. clean your room or something. So Magdalena is very much anxiety. Magdalena means DMV. Magdalena means post office. So all the Whoa. things that stress you out, right? Oh, wow. So it's not my favorite. Oh, really? So you, you want Maggie. Maggie is Maggie sounds like softer. a good time. Magdalena Maggie sounds, sounds like a good time. Like your license renewal. You know what sounds like an even better time? Maggie with a margarita and a, a bikini sounds like an even better time. But now we're talking. That's your Christian name. 
Magdalena <laughs> bikini margarita. Um, so from Germany originally, right? Yes. And and what part may I may I inquire? Born in the Black Forest, the oh, Schwarzwald. the south, yeah. Where all the serial killers Stuttgart? In a little town. It's called Donau-Eschingen. It's where the Donau begins. It's the biggest river in the south. Wow. But then later, uh, we moved when I was little, and I grew up by Hamburg. Okay. So later, I lived and studied in Hamburg. You lived I see. in the south and the north. Yeah. So did that, did that river eventually flow into the, the Rhine? Did no, it? we have a lot of rivers. The yeah. Rhine is like the middle of Germany. Yeah. The Elbe is in the north, and the Donau is in the south. Oh wow! It's yeah, a, I've been to I've been to all those. I've been to the Black Forest. I've been to uh, Stuttgart with I, the army or for pleasure. No, just for pleasure. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, and and I lived in Köln or Köln. Köln, yeah, Köln. Or Köln. 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 There's so many different like Cologne. People call it. Cologne, yeah. But I lived there, and I'll be honest, I liked the South. I liked Stuttgart more than I liked Hamburg. Mm-hmm. Hamburg, I found a bit too industrial. Whatever. <laughs> Which one do you, <laughs> wow, not the right thing to say, right? I mean, I loved Hamburg, and that's Southern stuff. Yeah, <laughs> too industrial. Yeah. <laughs> did you, did you, how long have you been out of Germany now? I moved uh, in 2014, so I've been visiting since 2012 wow. America, and then I fully moved in 2014, so it's eight years. Eight this years. flew by. It flies by. Life flies by, man. And I love Germany. I went to Germany on a fluke. I was supposed to go for two weeks, and I ended up living there almost a year and a half and working there and falling in love there, <laughs> and I was blown away. I had this kind of stereotypical... Uh, misconception that everyone was running around in later hosen and it was very mountainous and it was kind of and and it's the most cosmopolitan cool place and the german people i found they could be a bit standoffish maybe just in in cologne i don't know but once you got into their inner circle and they kind of knew who you were and embraced you oh my god the most fun wonderful people i i almost didn't come home to leave <laughs> No, we are really nice, and I think yeah. it's a it's a it's a cliche or something. We never eat sauerkraut first. Yeah, of all. yeah. We never wear lederhosen. Yeah, this is like I would say Americans always run around with the American flag, although that's almost true. But yeah, but we really don't. We never eat kraut. Maybe like yeah. once each two years at some old grandma place. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but Germany is very open minded, as you say, very yeah. cosmopolitan. Oh, and, yeah. And we have to be, you know, given the history and everything. Yeah. That's the least we can do is to be absolutely inviting and and have infinite um f- kindness and friendliness that's yeah. what we owe to the people you know and even though it's years ago and yeah. my generation has nothing to do with it we yeah. still feel like we have to represent being a nice and kind country you know any history in any country wears whatever went on there it's like slavery in the u.s like yeah. it happened so long ago but look it still permeates everything and every every country has its history and and you have to deal with it but um but what a place. Yeah, I was so impressed with it. And, and I was so, I, I really didn't um, expect it to be it the way it was. And, and, and I love how um, German people, and not every single German people, but overall I found the society to be very um, like technical on time. Like even to get a bus on the street, 
They have a sign at the bus stop that says, your bus will be here at 4.03, and at 4.03, the bus is there. It, and the trains and everything runs like a... Like a, a clock. A, yeah. Everything is a clock. Yeah, we say five minutes early is on time, on time is late, late is route. Yeah. Right? Today, I was early, right? You were early. early. Yeah, you were great. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So, um, I hate it in LA, and I know we have traffic, yeah. and stuff happens, but if we meet at 3... And at three or five, you text me. Oh, We're still on for on for it. three, but it's already three or five, and I'm like, I'm here. I hate it. One thing I can't stand. I'm always Mr. Early. I'm yeah. usually five or ten minutes early, or if not, I'm on time. I always say, if you're late, you're not valuing the other person's time, and you're pretty. You're, you're kind of subliminally saying, I don't care about you and your schedule. We're like, we're not all busy. Like, hello. Yeah, time is my highest value. It's yeah, to me. It's, it's the precious. highest. It's, oh, it's really precious, so yeah. I would never dare to waste it, you know, someone else's. And if yeah. you waste mine, it's going to be a problem. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Boom. One thing I didn't love about Germany, though, and I don't know if... Anyways, it was so nice talking about Germany. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I can't stop because, I, you know, I, 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 I got to be honest, it's not every day I run into, like, German people, or yeah. German descent and all that. But last thing I'll say about it is, like, what I didn't like over there was the flirting. Like the, well, the flirting was very open. I was, I, I fell in love with the girl over there and we were dating and, and we'd hang around with other friends and couples and I'd be just at a picnic or something. And, and one of my buddy's girlfriends would suddenly just be like really hitting on me, like right in front of the guy. And then I'd look at my girlfriend and she'd be like hitting on another guy. And I, I pulled her over one day. I said, what is going on here? What, what's with all this flirting? Like, this is not because she goes, this is what we do here. This is, this is how we do it. What, you don't like it? I said, no, I don't like it. It's very, like, it makes me jealous. It's threatening. She goes, well, this is what we do. And I just had to eat it. It was, like, horrible. But We are very friendly people, as I said, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're very kind to everyone. In yeah, no, it's great. Well, oh. uh, great to have you here. And I, I can't wait to get into it because... You do something very, very unique, something that's fascinated me. And I've run into people that do with you that do what you do over the years, but I've never had a chance to sit and talk to someone and pick their brain and, and go in deep. And can you tell our uh, Harland Highway audience what it is you, you do? So I am a hypnotist, which means I use hypnosis as a tool yeah. to change what you believe. Because people wow. are like, what is hypnosis? Do you use like a pendulum and like a pocket watch? Yeah. You don't use a pocket watch anymore. Yeah, it's like ancient. Yeah. So what hypnosis does, it changes what you believe. So it doesn't change your personality, but it changes your identity. What you think is right, what you think you deserve, who you think you are, blah, blah, blah. Because yeah. even if you think, I am me, I know what I want, blah, blah, blah. No, you are a creation of your outer circumstances. Right. And if your circumstances were great, good for you. You have a healthy mindset, you love yourself, you take care of yourself, right? You're kind, you're yeah. compassionate. If your circumstances were shitty, bullied in school, shitty parents, it happens. Um, yeah. Terrible things happen to you, trauma, accidents. Are You visited the army and you actually had a bad time there, all that stuff. Yeah. The cre the create your this project you turns out to be rather negative, right? And hypnosis can go back into that spot where it's been created and override it and change it. Wow, it's really cool and it's really the closest thing to magic. Yeah, it's really, and, and I know people are like ah that shit doesn't work. I was the same. I was like 
Right. Yeah. But how I started was I was a client myself. I tried of, a hip, of a hypnotist. Of hypnosis, yeah. yeah. I tried it twice in my life. Yeah. The first time was ra- rather passive, and it helped me, but I didn't connect it to the hypnosis. I thought I just got better in general. The second time, I actively went and got hypnotized to help me with something, and it helped me again, and I was like, no shit. Really, it, it worked. Yeah, it really What was does. the first thing you wanted to have help with? My or? first career was I was a musical actress and a contemporary dancer, and I had a terrible knee accident, which ended my career. Because in Germany, oh, to, be, to be in the musicals, you have to sing, act, and dance yeah. evenly great. Yeah. And I couldn't just dance uh, the way I did. So I tried different therapies. One of, those was, one of them was hypnosis. And suddenly I was like, I could you know, do something else. And there's still things I can do. I could go into movies. I don't have to dance. And suddenly I saw all the this perspective shift happened, right? That's what hypnosis does. Yeah. Because I can't change your life, but I can change how you look at it. So wait a minute, before we go any further, because I was always under the perception that hypnosis was something that just lasted for a few minutes. No. I didn't realize you could kind of hypnotize someone and, and, and it could stay in them and they could utilize it going forward for, for how long? For years? For the rest of their life? It changes your belief. So for, for the rest of your life, it can affect you. For por siempre, yeah. Uh, I thought it was like, you know, someone did a session, maybe it, it sort of lasted a little and sort of wore off, but you're saying it, it stays instilled inside you. Yeah, it, it lasts wow. long enough to override that new belief, uh, that right. old belief and create a new one. So let's say you smoke and I hypnotize you into not smoking. So now you believe you don't smoke. Maybe you just believe it for 30 days. But right. by those 30 days, you quit smoking because you, you quit. So now right. you, now it's you have like evidence in your head. Oh, I really didn't smoke for 30 days. So I guess I'm not a smoker anymore. Boom. Right. New belief is created. But there's no way to hypnotize someone to say, you will believe you don't smoke for the rest of your life. Yeah. Is there a way to, so that if they hit that 30-day wall, is there a way to go beyond that? No, no. You, it, you like ease into it and, and then you don't even notice when... Like, I don't even know when the transition happens, if there's a transition. Yeah. You, I override your old belief, I need cigarettes, I like it, I need smoking, into, I don't need it, I can just take a deep breath, or meditate, or just, I don't know, eat Mm. a half a bag of chips instead, and I'll be good. Yeah, just as healthy, by the way. Yeah. Smoking and chips go hand in hand. I love chips. You (laughs) you give up smoking, and, well, let's say you you smoked, what, a pack a day? So now you eat a pack of chips a day and uh, you're doing great what's your favorite f- flavor of chips dill pickle dill pickle yeah why oh, it's just the dill and the sourness and <laughs> really the, yeah this is from a girl that won't eat sauerkraut <laughs> wow okay is that a dill pickle smoothie by the way right there yes, it sure looks like actually, it uh, is uh, it uh, yeah <laughs> blended dill pickles oh wow god from the black forest <laughs> i think i gotta be hypnotized to never want one of those <laughs> so what was the second thing if you don't mind me asking that you you did with hypnosis that kind of made you even a deeper believer the second time was after my divorce Oh, you had one so of those. Some of you so will they know. do that in Germany marriage is, too. Marriage is fun or not. Oh. Uh, and when it ends, if you want it or if you don't want it, it doesn't matter. It sucks. I've been yeah. married for almost six years. A house, projects, companies. Uh, me and my ex-husband worked on television together. So the public knew, blah, oh, blah, blah. God. So this was in Germany? Well, he was German, but we lived in LA. Oh, I'm, it was in LA. I moved okay. for him, actually. Oh, boy. Yeah. 
I was young and you know full of dreams and hopes and all of that. Now that being said, without getting too but regrets that it led you to this place, or do you kind of go, I wish I'd never left Germany? No, no, I feel so at home here. Okay, I feel good. like uh, so there's a happy silver uh, lining. Of course, okay. I wanted to come anyways, so that's okay. what made it easy. Just I had so, my eye. Yeah on LA already and on America okay, and then okay. meeting him just made it easier because I had even stronger reasons to come okay, you know okay. but anyways I had that divorce and we mm -hmm. both separated on let's call it good terms we wanted it it was not a surprise yeah. to anybody but still when it hits you with all the consequences the separation oh. of things finances again the public new in Germany the press oh, all of that stuff oh, it's, it's, um, it's, it's enough of a burden just the two of you and, and, and then of course your family has to know about it so that's uh, bad enough but when the public gets in on it forget it yeah yeah, it's, uh, yeah and people are so curious and they i knew it or i saw i saw that coming and uh, you know oh, they all see it coming they all see it yeah, coming. they're everybody. all psychics and they give you yeah. their opinion that you know nobody asked for <laughs> yeah. and after that it was like six or seven months i yeah. felt like shit i was like man oh. i wanted this to end i wanted to be free again but now i'm free and it ended and i'm like still not happy and i, oh. I fell into like this dark place a little bit oh, no. so i met this hypnotist and uh, i tried it i was like ah fuck it you know i'm not i'm not into drugs i don't want to get into alcohol i yeah, don't want to like good, really try good. the healthy the, mind the movie the movie things that people in the, in the movies yeah. do i was like let me try to find some something that will not destroy my life good so i good. tried the hypnosis and man one time really wait no before we get into it where did you meet the hip the hypnotist i don't remember oh interesting i think at an event or at a party or something where there's a lot of drinking and drugs? No, no, no. I'm just no, kidding. No, no, I'm no, kidding. no. Really not, really not. I'm kidding, I'm Dill kidding. pickled chips are my only, you know. <laughs> so you were, I, you I were the girl in the corner smoking Jill I dill crack them and <laughs> I take the dill pickle chips. Yeah. Um, and so then, yeah, we did it. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I was like, that can't be coincidence. Again, it didn't change my life and what happened, but it oh. changed how I looked at it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Is your glass half full or is it half empty? Yeah, you know, okay. Right? Is something that happens to you a curse or is it a gift? Like you asked me, was it a curse that I married and got divorced or was yeah. it a gift that because of that I'm still here and living a great life? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then I became friends with him and he kind of introduced me to like his squad to all these people in that field, self-help, speakers, hypnotists, mentalists, all those people we would make fun of like, yeah, right. Yeah, no. yeah. it's weird how pessimistic we are as yes. humans. We, we don't want to believe things, but when you, when you decide to get past that barrier and, and uncover things, sometimes it's you're amazing. really surprised. That happened to me uh, just to deviate for a second was with, with – with uh, a couple of events was um, Burning Man. Mm -hmm. uh, whenever you mention the word Burning Man to people, they go, oh my God, what a bunch of druggies and this and that. Yeah. And, and it was that very reaction. I was in a group of people one day and this girl was telling us about her beautiful experience of Burning Man. I was so ethereal and spiritual and all this. And we were, you know, there's like 20 of us around her and she was just beaming. And everyone in the group just went, oh, God. And I just looked at that and I went, why are, here's this girl that's really just saying what an amazing, you know, spiritual, wonderful time she had. And everyone's like kind of poo-pooing. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go to Burning Man just because of that, you know. So I, 
I, I drifted towards the positive energy and not the negative. And now, since then, I've been to Burning Man five times. It's it's beautiful, you know. Oh, I've never been. I would love to go. Oh, to you see would the love art. It. The and art. It's yeah. the, there's so much there. The, yes, yeah. is there drugs? Is there booze? But that's anywhere. That's anywhere. You, you could go to Disneyland, and there could be a guy tweaking. Big in a, time. Yeah. So Disney you know, Adventure is a huge market. Yeah, I think I saw uh, Pluto the dog like doing a bong behind uh, Magic for Mountain. Sure. Once. They don't oh, call yeah. it Magic Mountain for no reason. <laughs> but um, you know, so things like that. So, so um, yeah, with what you're dealing with, I can see some people can be very pessimistic, and yeah. and maybe for some people it doesn't work or you don't get results. But uh, it, is there an instance where hypnosis doesn't work on some people? No. So another problem is that, as in every field, and you probably know this as a entertainer and actor and a producer and everything you do, in every field there are shitty people. Yeah. That oh, do yeah. what we do but they do it in a shitty way or right. they're not even good or not talented. It's like, let's say somebody sings uh, sings at a wedding and it's terrible. Yeah. And then you marry and you're like, I don't want a wedding singer. That shit was horrible, right? Yeah. But then there are people that are great in our field. So it's the same thing. People maybe saw a hypnotist that didn't know what he or she was doing. It was lame. It was boring. It was creepy even. Some of these dudes go on, like are creepy. I would yeah. never like, if I'm a woman and I maybe have problems with my relationship or even sexuality. You know, f females have some intimate problems. Yeah. I'm not going to tell some 50-year-old weird dude with glasses that will put me on a chair and give me a blanket and, like, lock the door. Yeah. Hell no. In, in, so, a, in a therapy room. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, it's going to be, like, just relax, and you're, like, getting an internal anxiety attack, and you see yourself, like, chopped up and, like, you know, Ooh. thrown into the river or something. Yeah. So there are just too many people that are not good yeah, at what yeah. we do. and. Most of the people maybe met those shitty people and then they're yeah, like, oh, I've tried that it. once, you know, I've been there, done sure. that, that crap doesn't work. So then I have even more work to prove and show, oh, actually you just went right. to, a, to a bad person. Well, because in any field, there's always the top yeah. tier. There's always the, you know, whether it's stand-up comedy, acting, truck drivers, whatever it is, there's always the people, you know, the top 25% that are really good at it and the rest can be mediocre to bad. So That reminds me of a story. Remember ooh. earlier I told you my camera guy from yesterday I was filming knew yeah, you? Yeah. Now I remember what else he said. He what? said he saw you at a uh, comedy event. Okay. And before you <laughs> was a guy who was terrible. Okay. Nobody laughed. And you went on stage after him and repeated every single one of his oh, jokes. Okay. Does right. it ring a bell? He said that's where he saw you. I remember. I that. do that a lot. Whether, oh, whether a lot. comic's good or bad, I love I love watching the comics that are ahead of me, and then going up and taking. Yeah. I'll take a joke from each act, and then what I'll do is I'll weave their jokes together to make it into one joke. Yeah. So it seems like one story. I did a theater once where I watched. I think there were eleven comedians in front of me, and I was on last. And I sat in the back, and I made a note of each comedian's joke and i went up and the first 10 minutes of my act was this rambling story but i used all their jokes and what's beautiful is it takes about a minute or two for the audience to pick up on what yeah. i'm doing so there's kind of this grudge it's like what's he talking like oh what oh oh and then it just explodes yeah. because they get it and now they're on the ride but but um anyways if i can ask and this is you might be too humble to answer on a scale of one to ten in the hypnosis spectrum, where would you kind of ten. place? Wow, you didn't even hesitate. She you know bow derricked me. Just ten. bow derrick <laughs> tan. You know why? Because you're a tan. Uh, right? Well, my gift is actually my lack of knowledge. 
I am pretty new to this. Okay. So I don't know everything. Yeah. Because I don't know everything, I also don't know what's officially not possible. Oh, great. So when people ask me about something where the good old field knows, well, that's impossible, yeah. I don't know. I'm like, I think we can do that. Good. And I do it. So I've broken a few limits and, and things that were known as, you can't fix that with hypnosis. And yeah. I did it because I simply didn't know that officially... We can't do that. I love that. So my lack of knowledge made me limitless. I, I don't yeah. know about limits because I don't know enough yet. It's such a huge field. It's like it's like the universe, like the subconscious mind and psychology and what happens when we dream, all that stuff, right? Yeah. And because I don't know everything, I did things that were famous for being impossible. And I That's and I beautiful. Did them. You know how many great things have happened in, in science and in life because of that yeah because you know? people didn't know that they're yeah. not supposed to mix those two things or right. whatever, and then something amazing came out and and so not you know people say knowledge is power yeah but not always and there's yeah. different kinds of knowledge and yeah. i think the biggest problem in our society and the world in general is this pushing or pressing limiting beliefs limiting knowledge on you i'm going to teach you this but no you know that you can only go till there or this is where it ends right yeah. you can't do you can do 10 of these but not 11 if yeah. you don't know how many you can do maybe you'll do 20 yeah yeah and no, that was I'm, my gift or that is my strength that i simply don't know good yeah what is possible and what isn't you're not putting boxes around your scope yeah i, I met a, a very smart scientist once and he worked in the field where this was probably, I think it was maybe 20 years ago, 15 years ago. I don't know the exact timeline when they finally mapped the human DNA. You oh, know, yeah. remember that, that for, for the longest time, for, for forever, they didn't know how to map it and mm -hmm. know all the elements of the human DNA. And this guy was one of these scientists working with other brilliant minds trying to chart it and map it so that they could, you know, figure out diseases and all this stuff. And he said there was one guy in the scientific community who was like Jimmy Buffett. This guy wore Hawaiian shirts and he was a surfer and he wore shorts into the and sandals into the labs and and they laughed him off. They laughed and I don't remember his name, but he told me he goes that's the guy that cracked it because he was out of the box. He he wasn't following everything. I, I think the same guy who invented penicillin might have done the same when he was experimenting with mold and and I, yeah. I don't think he was following any true protocol i mean there was some but but it's like you said there's a kind of um accepting the lack of the unknown you know mm -hmm. which is I, th I think that's very important and a lot everything. of limits are set by people yeah. that met their own limits that's right and then they made it a law yeah and it's like bro just because yeah. you didn't get further yeah. why would you put this on us that right. we, you know a new generation new knowledge different mindset different point of view yeah it's like this guy they kind of like pushed yeah. him to the side because he wasn't falling in lockstep. And lo and behold, he's the guy that, that cracked it. So it sounds like you've done some of that where you don't know the mold and you've, and I love it that you just said, I'm a 10. Like I thought, I thought you were going to be honest. I thought, yeah, you're probably, oh, I'm a seven and eight, you know, you thought, but just, oh, I love people that just know who they are and where they're at. It's, that's cool, man. That's hot. If I wouldn't That's be hot. a 10, I wouldn't be doing it. I don't yeah. like doing things nine and a half or, oh. or nine. It's 10 or nothing, you know? You don't shingle roofs or anything, do you? Because uh. I I mean, I need someone really good yeah. to get up there and I got a few holes. I mean, I mean, I have small hands. They're good to get into corners. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, so here's, a, explain a little the process because I have a lot of questions about it. Like when you say you hypnotize someone, 
your you don't have a toolbox you're not pulling out a screwdriver or a hammer it's your mind coming up against another human mind there's nothing touching it's my words yeah like ha- called- tell us how you how 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 can you without anything physical connecting your your brain is affecting another brain which no, fascinates no, 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 me no no not really or am it's- i way wrong yeah, it's, it's called self-help, right? So okay. I pretty much help you to help yourself. Everything okay. I do, you could probably do yourself if you would research and be really good at meditation and calm your mind. But most people are like all over the place. Yeah. They don't have time for that. So why you would book slash pay me is to save your time. And I pretty much help you to do stuff you could do yourself. But again, it would take more time. So what I do is I guide you and right. I tell you what to feel, what to imagine, what to bring back or memorize or imagine or whatever. And you do it. And I guide you into that so-called state of theta. Theta. Theta is a state of Can we spell that? T-H-E-T-A. It's Greek. Greek, Greek, huh? Greek letter. Greek. You're cringing when you say Greek, is it? Greek. Greek. You don't like Greek food? No, it's good. Okay, I get it I can do like, I like olives, thetas. Greek. Just the way your face crook. Greek. Greek. Yeah. Um, okay so keep going so theta is a state where for example kids are naturally i think till they turn 11 12 yeah i can't hypnotize kids because they're in that state already really think about how many things we learned in school riding riding a bike learning plants and flowers and colors and so many things now you need to remember one line you're close to a nervous breakdown you're like i can't so (laughs) because Theta is the is that state where you you, you you know your brain is like a sponge. Yeah. You open it and you shove in the books and then you close it. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But as we get older, we fall out of that state yeah. and we fall into a more conscious state. <clears throat> so we switch into autopilot. Our conscious mind is on autopilot. We kind of know the seven to twelve things we're doing. You 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 don't think about breathing. You don't think about scratching yourself. But then you know how to drive and how to talk and all that stuff. But this theta state is gone. And we right. sometimes pop into it if we zone out or if you watch a great movie or a great show or you hear a song that reminds you of something or you smell some food and it brings you back to grandma baking. Yeah. That's when you pop back into theta. And huh. these are the moments, do you notice when, before people have an idea or like an epiphany, they kind of zone out. They're like, dude, what about this? Right? right For a right, second, right. they were gone. Yeah, yeah. Sec. They get that glazed. Right. Yeah. So that's theta. Huh. And hypnosis puts you back into that state where pretty much the filter of your conscious and subconscious mind is gone. Your conscious mind has ideas, what you think is right, what you should do. Your subconscious mind has your beliefs. So if my conscious mind thinks, I'm pretty, I'm cute, I'm successful, I can do this. But in my subconscious mind, because of my past and all this stuff, right. you know you're not worth it. Yeah. You know, why do so many pretty girls do 15,000 surgeries? Although they're cute, but they do more and more. They don't feel, oh, they're skinny, but they feel they need to be more skinny or they're not good enough. Or certain people think they always get cheated on and then they have a great relationship, but then they self-sabotage to, you know, provoke the cheating just to confirm their belief. Because oh, that's all yeah. your subconscious beliefs. Yeah. When you're in theta, this filter is gone and your conscious and subconscious is one. So I can make your beliefs an idea and your ideas say belief. And then it's like an alignment. And that's where people say, I'm a 10. I'm great at what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm worthy. Not in an arrogant way. Confidence yeah. and arrogance look similar, but it isn't. No, arrogance no, means, I, you know, I'm great and you're shit. Yeah. Confidence means I work hard and I know I'm good. 
I I I, I, like I studied that. and I I deserve to make that money and I come from a poor family and it's I still deserve to be rich. Yeah. Or I come from a rich family and I still deserve to be rich too. I'm going to work for it. It gives you that healthy healthy selfishness in a positive way. Yeah, when you said 10, I didn't take it in a pompous way. I took it as a very you were very self-assured and very confident, which, which is nice because a lot of people aren't that way in life and they probably should be, you know? But imagine I'm a seven. Imagine I'm doing a job and I promote my profession and I try to help clients and to get clients yeah. and I'm a seven. It would be almost like a crime. I'm just a seven, <laughs> yeah. but still hit me up. Yeah, like, yeah, what? yeah, that's right. You have to, when I serve food, I make sure it tastes delicious before I give it to yeah, you. Right. I won't be like, kind of tastes like shit, but you know, there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. It's the same with, with your profession, with anything you do. Yeah. Whatever you do, you should always feel like you served a 10. Yeah, I think I'm in that in that zone. I don't say it out loud, but I in, in my head, that's the way I op- always operate. I'm say always, it. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> I'll say it if asked, but I don't, I don't like, I don't, you know, because I, in my life, I feel like all I need to know, the only person that needs to know what level I'm operating at is me. Yeah. And the rest is my actions showing it, right? Yeah. So I don't have to blur. But if someone asked me, I'd say, yeah, man, I'm, I'm running. I'm, I'm always aiming to hit it over the wall, always, no matter yeah. what I'm doing. Um, so when you do the hypnosis, are you in a scenario with people where you're you're taking the power of your mind or you're suggesting and altering their thoughts like are you one of these people going to say hey for the next 10 minutes you're going to think you're a chicken that type of thing or is it is it more sophisticated than that or can you do both so there's hypnosis and hypnotherapy. Hypnosis is technically technically the show part of it. Right. Like people forget their name, do like funny stuff. Yeah. You're hot, you're cold, blah blah blah. You can yeah. do this for fun and promotion and extra yeah. cash if you feel like this. That's the entertaining aspect. Right. Hypnotherapy is really what I do is you know trauma, fear, habits, negative right. patterns, okay. addictions, PTSD, post accident, you know, plane crash, car crash, all of wow. that stuff. Heavy and stuff. It's very heavy. And again, I don't you, you, you may make it sound like I'm this like uh, Mars attack, this big brain. No. I pretty much listen to people. Yeah. And it's like a therapist. They already gave the answers themselves, but they need to hear it again. So w- when I put you in trance, I literally repeat back to you what you already told me. It's like a person says I know I'm skinny enough and I know I don't need to lose weight, but somehow I still feel like I'm not good enough. So I tell them, you know, you're skinny and you know you don't need to lose weight. And then they're like, oh yeah, that's true. So I, I repeat back to them what they already know. It's, it's nothing new because the funny part is we all know what's right. Yeah. But then there's some disconnect and we don't know, right? And, um, and I repeat, you know, you know when you sometimes uh, don't know if, if you want to do A or B? You yeah. kind of want to do B, but you still ask around, and whatever people say, you still go with B. Yeah. But you like to hear, you should do B. Right, 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 right. It's the same in hypnosis. I just repeat back to people what they already know. What they know in their conscious mind, I simply move it into their subconscious Interesting. mind. Interesting. And when you do this, do you have to physically touch them, or do you just kind of... I can do it virtually, so I have Zoom Zoom really? sessions. Yeah, and group coachings. It's amazing, especially if you've been hypnotized before. It works great online. And if I see people in person, I have so-called inductions. There are a few cute little tools that you can switch up how you um, put someone in trance. And, and just so people watching get the full picture here, that's kind of the thing where 
in a way you sort of take over a little bit or you or if you say trans yeah, they go out yeah. or they go like so what does it look like you said in you said in expectation so i tell people when i say the word sleep you're not going to go to sleep but your eyes are going to close your body's going to relax whatever happens just listen to the sound of my voice blah blah blah, blah. Right. i'm going to repeat back to you what you already know but you know make yourself ready to accept all these changes accept you for yourself blah 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 all that stuff yeah and um because i said an expectation they fall into it and they close their eyes and they do relax. It's like when I tell you this injection really won't won't hurt. You won't even feel it. You'll be like, okay. But if I tell you, you know, some people said it's kind of stingy in the beginning, so yeah. you're gonna feel it too. Yeah. So I said an exp- that's already part of the hypnosis, or we call it framing too, right? The way you frame something, the way you set an expectation, gives the person then the experience. If you introduce me as someone, right now we're gonna have Maggie. She's doing like something with hypnosis. I don't know. Come in. People are going to be like, what? Yeah. If you say, now we have this lovely young lady that has changed millions of lives with the tool of hypnotherapy, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You frame me completely differently, so the expectation of the audience right, is already right. completely different. And that's what I do too. I frame myself and the experience in a way where they know what to expect, mm-hmm. and then the brain is lazy and goes picks the easiest mode, which is, let's pick what she said is going to happen because I'm too tired to find out what else could happen. So they just go with it. Yeah, Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, of course. We're very intelligent and our brain is a supercomputer, but at the same time, our brain is really like lazy and just wants to yeah. chill. It's true. It's true. Sometimes you'll catch yourself. At least I will. You know, I'll just... It, it, there's an old song from Pink Floyd. I forget the name of the song, but there's a lyric in the song where it goes... I have become comfortably numb. And that, that I think a lot of people hit that where you think about the machine, the computer in our head that could be thinking of so many things outside of the box, inside of the box, beyond the realm of what we even know. But I think so many people just like flick that switch where we're just kind of riding on that numb carpet because but, it's easier and it's it's less work and but you also know. we're all being hypnotized into that state yeah, that's by true. the media yeah the I army agree. is huge hypnosis any yeah. any coach in an athletic team yeah hypnot have you ever watched the faces of the kids watching their coach before yeah, a game like, right completely yeah. on it army complete mass hypnosis oh yeah yeah the media, media. politics all of, all of it that Horrible. all that fun stuff so yeah, they try to, you know, hypnotize the masses yeah. into exactly being numb and being comfortable with being numb. Because yeah. knowledge is power, but with, you know, knowledge comes responsibility. With responsibility comes work and yeah. problems and fear. And people are like, nah, you know, the less I know, the better. What's the, how does it go? I have become comfortably numb. Do you know this song? It was a great interpretation, but it wasn't enough for me to recognize the song. <laughs> I'll hypnotize you later so you know the whole album. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, so, so you're dealing with, it sounds, I didn't realize you were dealing with heavy things. Yeah. And, and, and does that ever become emotionally overwhelming to you? Like, do you, do you get in so deep with someone that maybe someone was in a car crash or they lost a child? Like, do you, do you get in there and it, and it becomes overwhelming for you because you're so connected to them? In the beginning, I'm a huge empath. I really feel for people. Yeah. And I'm very compassionate. In the beginning, I was like, yo, I don't know if I can do this Heavy. or I don't know if I can surf these kind kind of cases. Maybe mm-hmm. this is beyond me. Maybe I should really leave it to the professionalists. And um, But eventually, with time and routine, I got better at it. Good. But there are still some cases where I have a few people I still see and until they're finished, 
I don't schedule anyone after I saw them. There are certain, like I have one one class on Thursday, one session on Thursdays with a lady who has been through stuff that no Stephen King could not make up. Wow. I can't even repeat. It's, yeah, no, um, I won't It's even not ask. your basic assault. It's not your basic rape. It's not your basic. It's shit. I can't even. Yeah. My brain would pop if I, I tried to I know where understand. you're going. It's the somebody kidnapped, someone locked them in a root cellar, all it's, that shit. I the had the that, bone keeper, all that I horrible a, stuff. I had yeah. whole families rape someone, including the females, ants, take money, invite people for money to rape the oh, kid, God. all that fun stuff. So yeah. um, Good so Lord. there are certain yeah. cases where I'm like, I might just call it a you know a night for today and just hang out with my dog and maybe watch mm-hmm. some Jim Carrey movie or Adam yeah. Sandler, you know. And but, that's um, where the service of comedy comes in, right? <laughs> Thank you for your service. Thank you for my and I'm a ten, by the way. Um, yeah. So no, some and and then also if there are cases, for example, that I experienced myself, that's always heavy when people like break through divorce or they had terrible yeah. accidents or or I have a huge. Fear of car accidents. I drive oh. very fast. I drive a lot. The autobahn. The autobahn. The German and to connection. Me, it's a huge phobia to imagine one day you open your eyes and you see you're upside down and you realize like, oh my god, it happened. I'm in some accident. That's yeah. like, and, yeah. and you know, if people come to me and they had these kinds of accidents and they describe what happened and they can't drive anymore, I'm like, I feel a bit of this anxiety Ooh, coming up because wow. I can relate. Yeah. But again, as with everything, it's like when you go on stage in the beginning, you probably shit your pants and now you're excited, right, to go up because you have the routine. Yeah. It's the same with hypnosis. I used to be like, oh my God, oh my God, I hope I can help them. Oh my God, I hope they like me. I hope I understand what they need. I hope my English, the language barrier, I hope they understand me and this Your and that. Your English is great. And now I'm like, sit down. And I'm I'm chilling, you know, because with the routine, it creates a habit. You know, the power of habit mm-hmm. is one of the biggest powers we have. Yeah, Try good or bad. Learning something new is much easier than to relearn something in a different way. Oh, For example, when you learn a line and then the director says, actually, I want you to say this. Yeah. Much more difficult than learning this one line from scratch. Yeah, that's true. That's ha- true. Habits are, a, habits are evil if they're bad, if they're lazy yeah. or, or, or even habits of certain thoughts. If you're trained to always think specific things like I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not funny enough, yeah. uh, I'm too old now, the new generation is up my ass, all that stuff. These yeah. are all negative thinking habits that hypnosis can break. Well, let me ask you this, for, for the, the heavy side of it that we just talked about, where it can be overwhelming and you're dealing with some dark stuff, everyone's thinking this question, is there a fun recreational side to this? Like, can you drink, bring something like this into your personal life? And let's say you're dating a gorgeous guy and he's very conservative or something, can you hypnotize him into going... Tonight you're having a foot fetish, and every time I say the word cheese, you're gonna kiss my feet or something. Like, can you play with it and have fun with it, or is that off limits? Is that dangerous? Can you? As history has shown, if I could use that in my private life, I wouldn't be a lonely, sad, depressed, single, divorced, and you know, unhappy with my life. So no. Um, Wait, you didn't just describe yourself there, did you? <laughs> I'm not looking for anybody. I'm okay. happy single. Just kidding. I'm okay. single and not ready to mingle. Okay. Um, um, you can only hypnotize somebody that wants to be hypnotized. This whole against oh, the will wow. and some creepy ass right. movie stuff that doesn't work. And also, the actually interesting part about it is, I don't need you to believe in hypnosis. You can be like that shit doesn't work. I only need you to really want 
what I'm going to hypnotize you for. Right. So I can rather hypnotize a pessimist, but he really needs to quit whatever drinking or smoking because he's going to die. He's going to be sick. Then maybe someone that is a huge fan. Hell yeah, I love hypnosis. But whatever I hypnotize them for is not really necessary or strong yeah. will. I work with the power of wanting rather than with the power of belief. The I will see. is the power, is the driving force. So one time a guy called me and says, uh, I want you to hypnotize me for weed or smoke. I don't remember if weed or cigarettes. And I'm like, okay, cool. Why, why do you want to quit? And he's like, well, I don't really want to quit, but my wife and my daughter complain. I can't help him. Huh. He has to want it. He has to want it. Yeah. So if um, naturally you don't have a foot fetish and you don't want to massage my feet, which would be highly weird to me, um, <laughs> I, I can't change it. <laughs> Yeah. We're going to have to put up pictures of your feet now. I'm sorry, but no, I'm kidding. Um, but it's so, so it seems like there's two elements here. There, I th and I could be wrong, but there's the energy you send out. But is there, is there also a form, and I hope this isn't offensive, but is there also a form of mind control to a no, degree? No, that's, that's this huge misconception. Oh, people maybe like to sell it that way so we look more cool yeah no i really just know which words to use I because see. i studied i know how to technically guide you into that state that is possible to achieve if you know how and then make those changes none of that stuff so it's all verbal if no. you put duct tape over your mouth you couldn't do what you do if you were just sitting there going mm, you will quit exactly. smoking you couldn't <laughs> you don't have that ability no unfortunately okay. not no because that to me is like that that's like a mind blower i have friends they're mentally lists they can so do that literally you write a number on the paper four digits or something Come and on. over the screen i have a friend he's in new york he'll look at you and be like hmm. and he'll write on the numbers and you're like yo he really wow. does that i don't know how mentalism works that's that's even further into yeah. the is that something you'd explore or is, are you not does that not i wish you? i have like no intuition or no i know i'm always surprised by what people say or, or what as a I'm mentalist i'm a zero <laughs> Exactly. Right. I am um, one of my the lines I say most often is I did not see that coming. So oh, well, I know that's, that's it. you have yeah. to be. Yeah, <laughs> I have to be. Uh, I have to be honest. As much as I'm a ten in hypnosis, I'm a zero in uh, in knowing what you think. Yeah, yeah. I'm still surprised why people would like me or not like me. I'm like oh, they did not like me, or I'm like they did like me. Right. I so was like, so you're not in a position where you can go into a room or a, a, be at a party or something and. You're, you don't have any of that medium stuff where you pick up on that guy over no. there. Is a, I'm really super yeah. scientific. I yeah. come from the boring science. I'm, I'm very like typical German. I'm very yeah. by the books, by the right, paper. Right. And I like to do it because that part, you that stuff you talk about is what makes people like, oh, hell no. Woo woo and angel numbers yeah. and, and tarot. And they put this all into that section. I'm really coming from the, listen, dude. You breathe in, yeah. you do this, you do that, you imagine that, and then we can achieve that state that by you know yeah. by science law exists. But there are people that I kind of blended, and I could totally start a cult. If I would wear white and tell everybody around me to wear white, or sometimes you see this in crazy churches, they use hypnosis, but they say it's right. God's spirit, and they yeah. put the head on the yeah. people's, and they're like, your cancer is gone. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> and they make bank. But yeah. see, I'm too ethical to do that. I Good. totally could, but God I'm like, bless. you know, Jesus Christ is going to punish me. So. Yeah, oh yeah. No, it's really, I'm, I'm really coming from the clean. I say what it is, I do the hypnosis, and then I'm out. No, not that I could dress it up. You can yeah. dress up everything, right? You can always make it more glamorous and more glitter and more this and more that. But I'm really super clean and quick, and I explain what happens. And that's why I get a lot of the people that actually usually would not do it. Yeah. They're like, the way you said it, it actually sounded legit, so I'm going to try it. 
But regardless of all that and your ethics and everything, there's still a very, to us lay people that don't do what you do, there's a very ethereal kind of element to what you do. And, and on that note, with, with, you know, doesn't necessarily have to be a religious answer or anything at all. And you, you might not think about this stuff, but is there a side of you that does, because of what you do, take you to a place where you think of other planes of existence and afterlifes and things, or has is, is that got nothing to do with any of it? Oh, I totally believe that there's way more, right, than they try to make us. Okay. Because to me, just the fact that we exist and all the crazy shit we do, what we invented, how we connect, how we have memory, empathy, right? Like yeah. elephants, like we grieve when people die, all that cool stuff. Yeah. How could you dare to say there's not more of that? Maybe in a different shape, different yeah. form, right? But if we are here doing all that crazy stuff, like we invited, we invented matcha latte. That's so cool. Or dill pickle smoothies. Dill pickle puke, yeah. How can you be so arrogant almost or, or egocentric off, and yeah. be like that's it like we're great yeah. but don't think there's more yeah. just the fact that we exist makes me believe there's more and we we literally yeah. don't know again limiting beliefs right yeah so a hundred percent there's more and if there's more if there are aliens or like what's called ancestral what's the word extraterrestrial Extra yeah they're like we're with shame, shame and they're, they must be laughing their asses off. Yeah, like or crying. Or crying, crying they must be like, off. we wanted to invade that planet, but never mind. These people are like, no, that's yeah. not even a challenge. Mm. No, but definitely there's more out there. I, I, I highly believe it because, again, we are here, so. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, that's, I'm glad to hear that. It's interesting. And, and I've even heard theories before, and I don't know how people create these theories or where they come from, but I've heard theories that should the almond eyes extraterrestrials exist i've heard theories that they don't even use language that they telecommunicate yeah, and, and use and yeah that. and all that stuff but, but how, how could anyone know but, but how often do you say the same word at the same time with somebody you're close to or you really think about somebody random that you really haven't talked to in a while and bam they're calling you yeah, that's right? true. Right, that yeah. shit happens. It does happen. Yeah. It just happened to me. I thought randomly about someone from school. Like from, I was like, what are they doing on Facebook? Hey, I'm glad I found you. How have you been? Do you remember huh. me? I'm like, that, that, that's impossible. So Father? Papa in the Lederhosen? And remember, we use what? 23% of our brain capacity? You know what? That I just heard or saw something recently. That think, speaking of things that just sort of randomly fall into place, I just saw something randomly in a magazine or on, on some type of show that that whole we only use part of our brain is, is a myth. It's a fallacy. Nah. And, and, and whatever I was watching, they were dispelling the myth and saying it's not accurate, it's not real. And I wish I had more of it in my head. I sort of watched it and let it go. No, but no, we really, there are so many parts that are not even, they don't even look active when you put it in an MRI. Well, this goes back to what I was saying about the danger of us being comfortably numb because yeah. let's say the average person lives 80 years. Imagine if you woke up every day, sort of like an Elon Musk, and instead of, you know, having your coffee and then doing some emails and then going down to the post, imagine if every human machine every day woke up and had 100% focus and just, yeah. hey, I wonder if a duck can swim underwater and its beaks made out of composite graphite and, you know, like just weird, intense yeah. thinking. If we all did that, where would we be? I feel like Elon Musk is sort of that guy. He... 
he gets up and uses more of his brain. Yeah. But think about it. If we talk about conspiracy theories or creepy stuff, the the media and the and the government does to us. What if, for example, they put stuff in our food and our drinks yeah. that we don't know about that limits our, uh, you know, and maybe there are people like Elon Musk that have the financial sources and stuff. They can like, they know what not to eat or what not to drink. Yeah. Or maybe he, he has the food prepared a certain way or maybe you add a little bit of something to neutralize what they put into it and then you don't have that blockage in your, you, I mean, I don't know. There's for sure a lot of crazy shit going What's on. What's interesting on that note is I never, ever... I'd say maybe five times a year. I never ever drink tap water, ever. They oh. say they put they say they put fluoride in it, which is a chemical. I know it's supposed to be good for your teeth, but but I don't know. That's what I mean. Like, think of it. Water tap water flows into every building and structure we enter. So one and of so my what what better way to move around? Some kind of what you just said, yeah. some mind altering or body altering invisible formula and, and put it into something that Shower, everyone drinks. Because I've pores. always yeah, I've always thought this. This has always been weird to me. How how is it that dogs and cats get cancer, right? How's a lot, the, right? A domestic a pet. And I go, how does a basset hound or a German shepherd get a tumor? And I go, what are they doing? that we're doing and the only thing i can think of is their whole life they're drinking tap water my dog had cancer she made it but it was really bad yeah but it made me think about it because you, i don't think you see out in the wild i don't think you see a lion with cancer or a giraffe right? maybe you do i'm I, maybe i'm an idiot but but i hear so many stories of of house pets getting cancer and i go the only thing they're doing that we're doing is ingesting water and so and again people are probably watching oh get over yourself you know but but it, it's stuff you think about you know who knows a friend of mine he's german as well he lives in la he yeah. would love that topic right now he's one of the few i think there are only five or six water sommeliers certified in america what's a sommelier isn't that you know, a the soldier that, in africa no sommelier the dudes that like test wine and stuff oh oh you know that stuff yeah. so he does what, it what is it water. they do how does it go <laughs> And they, um, so he creates water menus. He creates water. He teaches yeah. you which water goes good with what kind of food. Yeah. And he's a huge advocate against tap water. Really? But even bigger so against. So I'm not crazy. No, but even bigger oh. against purified water. He says purified oh. water is the evil. Oh, really? Spring water only. Even That's what I drink. I don't, I, don't, I don't trust purified water because, again, spring only. somebody went in and altered the water. Exactly. Somebody, a human being, messed with the water. But if I have, like, water coming up through the aqua filter yeah. right out of the ground, that I'm trusting he way more water than distilled safe. water. None of that. Yeah, None I've of always that. stayed away from that. It's always Very been, good. like, spring spring water. Yeah. Like what, what? Even the, It doesn't matter if it's fancy. It could be Fiji Avion. It could be, yeah. uh, uh, what's called? crystal geyser and yeah. arrowhead spring water and you're safe yeah he's super he's super serious about it yeah so see folks i'm not crazy he's not he's I not might be onto something you might be <laughs> he, he does water tastings you want to go with me sure to water tasting i'm sure it tastes delicious no it's cool First you're like, it's like with hypnosis you're like right water i'm going to feel all these yeah. tastes and then you go and you're like damn it's salty it's bitter. Oh, it's really? sweet. Really? It's soft. It's hard. Yeah. You know, in all my life, and I'm only 23, I've never been invited to a water tasting. <laughs> <laughs> but I would do that. I would go. Can we go to a Coca-Cola tasting right after? Is that? No. <laughs> Damn it. Darn it. 
No, let's do it. It's fun. It's okay, very, it's I'm very because you're, you're interested in mind opening experiences. So if you go to Burning Man, might as well join me in a water tasting. Well, the fact that I brought up this random topic, yeah. and again going back to you, just happen to know a guy who's yeah. a water. I, I I can't say no to that. I'll See? I'll go. I'll go to the water tasting. Do I have to? Do I need to wear a life jacket or anything? Or <laughs> no. <laughs> See, maybe I'm not a ten at comedy. <laughs> that, that it's like when people say, "Oh, I better close my eyes, huh?" And I'm like, oh, "Yeah." <laughs> um, so, um, as we're getting close to the end here, how how long does it take you to hypnotize or or get someone into the trance or whatever? As going? long as I speak, so it's oh, a quick it's a quick, it's quick getting into it, and then it depends on how much you need to hear. If it's something serious, if it's something little. I keep you in there as long as I talk. Huh. And when I'm done, I bring you back. There are different ways to come back, to ease back into the state of awareness. And could be anything from two minutes to 10 to 30. So I don't know if I should even ask this, if it's annoying, if it's something you don't do, you don't want to do, whatever, no pressure. But is, is this something we should try right now? Or is it too much of a process? Or is it something like I don't do it on camera? No, or? it's not too much of a process. But again, you would have to have something serious to... Uh, to be hypnotized to, for. Like yeah. some, something yeah. where like quit smoking. But or... think about something and we'll do it next time. Really? Yeah. Oh, good. So you'll come back. Yeah. I'll serve spring water. Only. Only. Can this be done with animals in any way? Can can you connect to an, an animal, do you think? Or I no? saw videos of a dude hypnotizing a chicken. It's freaking <laughs> hilarious. The chicken is like, Argh! but no, I have not tried okay. that and I have not gone into okay. that. Uh, again, as I said, I use my words. Yeah. So as much as I love my dog, she still looks at me like, the fuck are you talking She's about? I don't think yeah. we would, yeah. What kind of dog? It's a chihuahua. And oh, yes, I used to have one. She's barking and she's loud and she's very oh. unfriendly and very arrogant. Oh, really? Yeah. Mine was the exact opposite. Mine, mine was quiet and loving. No. And that, oh. Mine is what color? Beige. Like me, same hair color. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We have the same hairdresser. And the... And then the last question, because this is such a sort of out there thing, is there any danger element to it? Like, is, 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 there, is there any dangerous side to this, like getting inside of someone like that? And, and, you know, you always hear this thing, oh, if you take LSD more than four times, you could go crazy and never come back. Like, is there, is there an element where you get in there, maybe you have five, six sessions with someone and, and they don't come out of whatever you've helped them with? No, no, no. That's also a common misconception. Okay. What if I don't come back? Or my mom was like, don't do this to me. I'm going to die. Yeah. And I'm, no, no, no. It's, it's just a state of trance. So again, I can only hypnotize you for what you want. Okay. So let's say I hypnotize you for, take your steal your sister's wallet after the session. Yeah. You might either open your eyes and snap out of it and be like, what? Literally. Or you simply do not accept this suggestion. There's nothing huh. that can happen. You can always snap out of it, okay. even if it's super loud or somebody barges into the room like, hey, Freddie, we need you downstairs. Yeah. You might open your eyes and be like, I'm coming. And I'm like, great. So it's really not. Okay. It goes as deep as you allow it to go. It's, ve it's very fragile. Yeah. It's super powerful, yet it's super fragile. It's almost like, a, I don't know, some needle with terrible poison. It's so little and thin, and yet it can cause huge effects. That's right? why I ask, because it's, yeah. it, it's to someone who's never done it before, it's a little intimidating because in a way you're trusting someone you don't know. You're, yeah. you're handing over your mind. Yeah, you're opening bit. your channels a bit to someone. And even when I see it done as entertainment, like you'll have these guys with 12 people know, on the yeah. stage. And I go, man, I mean, it's funny. They're acting like a chicken, but 
Is but it, it's is not it, like is a, it dangerous, you know? If so. there's a fire in the house, it's not like I'm like, okay, peace. And then you're going to be there hypnotized, dying in the fire. You open your eyes, you're like, damn, let's get oh, out. Oh, really? It's okay. It's not like that. No. Okay, no. so for next time, I'm going to have to work on finding something that you can work on with me. Mm-hmm. But that means I'm probably going to have to go out and start a really bad habit. <laughs> so I could Drink really... Drink tap water and yeah. I make you <laughs> <Okay>. quit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, before we go, this was amazing. I was so excited to have you me. here because, um, you know, this stuff really fascinates me and I've never been able to, you know, being in the entertainment industry, I've, I've, I've butted up against people that do it more on an entertainment level. And even at that level, it, it's things that deal with the brain and the mind that, that are so powerful. It just fascinates me. So thank you for being so open and honest. And before we go... Is there a way that, or anything you want to promote or tell people how they can connect with you if they want to work with you or any website or a book you've written, anything you want to... <laughs> so I came out with a course and five books. No, I actually have nothing. You have nothing? No, follow my social media and yeah. uh, send me a message uh, with what you think I could help you with. Oh, First good. of all, you know, be aware of identifying your problems. Yeah. Be honest with yourself. Be like... Do I really suck or is it the people around me? You know how often I had clients and we all thought they need hypnosis and what they needed was to kick out some asshole out of their inner circle. Sometimes all the hypnosis you need is to kick out some asshole. So become aware like, what am I doing? Is this really what I love? I had a person that was studying medicine and they had so much trouble and they wanted hypnosis to study better, to understand better. What was the problem? The parents were doctors. They wanted the son to be a doctor. He wanted to work with like tourism and be a travel agent. So he wasn't not talented or something. He was working against his actual will. So sometimes you don't even need hypnosis or therapy. You just need to be like, what do I really want? Am I really happy? For real. Yeah, Yeah, for real. Follow your passion. Don't, I always say this, it's, you got one life, it's your life, and I, I, I always say, picture it like you're the captain of a boat, and yeah. you're steering, and all these people can tell you which way to go, but at the end of the day, that boat's not going to go anywhere that you don't steer it, so let people say, you should do this, you should be that, but find your course, chart it, and go. And get comfortable with being alone. Not lonely, yeah. That's but find power things. in being alone because yeah. we are born alone. Nobody held yeah. our hand when we came out screaming. Maybe someone will hold our hand when we leave, but in the end, when we close our eyes and we go into the whatever, hopefully it's a nice place, Yeah, it's us. It's just me. It's just you. It's not us together. Even a loving couple or whatever, It's you know, we're alone. I would be so sad if me and you went up to the big Applebee's in the if sky they together. If spring water, though. Yeah, I'd, I'd be down for that. And <laughs> dill um, pickles, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, become comfortable being alone. Become comfortable with, you know, kicking out people out of your life if they're not good yeah, for you. Don't be so advice. addicted to opinions and and us being with someone. Do things yourself. I went yeah. to Hawaii for four days by myself. Uh-huh. Not because I don't have friends. Yeah. I was like, let's read a book. Let's listen yeah, to music. I met so many people. Next time I went, whom did I visit? The people I met when I That's went alone. Great. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, work on being alone. Work on being okay with great. identifying what you want to do, you Love know? that. That's yeah. great. Well, tell people real quick what your social media is so they can find you if they want to. I try to make it extra complicated. So it's Magdusia, M-A-G-D-U-S-H-Y-A, which my mom is from Warsaw. She's Polish. So wow. that was my Polish nickname. And years ago, I took it as my Instagram. And now I'm like, damn, I can't change it. Yeah. And uh, all my social media is the same name. So once you figure okay. out how to spell that one, you'll find everything. Good, good luck. You <laughs> might need You might need a medium to get you there. <laughs> 
Hey, thank you so much for being here, and uh, look forward to the next time. Yeah, yeah, me well, too. Thank well, you for having me. Yeah, and uh, folks, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this insightful chit chat that we had, and uh, be good to yourself. Chart that course, and uh, until next time, right here on the Harlan Highway, chicken chow mein, baby. Do we have music? Oh yeah. Oh, let's play it. Wait. There it is. Thank you. Bye, everybody. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Whoa. Yeah. Here we go. Maybe I keep it running for a while. That's it, that's it. Okay, okay. See you, everybody. I lost